Bill Gates once said, technology is just a tool. In terms of getting the kids working together and motivating them, the teacher is the most important. Today on The Wired Homeschool, we're going to talk about how you can homeschool like Bill Gates. Hello and welcome to The Wired Homeschool. I'm your host, John Wilkerson, bringing you tech, tools, and tips for homeschooling the internet generation. And like I said, today we will be talking about Bill Gates and his management philosophies and some of the things that you may have noticed in his career that we can apply to homeschooling. Now, I've done this previously with Steve Jobs, and I've done it with Richard Branson, and today we're going to cover Bill Gates. Real quickly, here are the things we're going to be discussing. We're going to be discussing about being in the right place at the right time, having strong partnerships, never giving up, thinking big, and being a lifelong learner. And we're going to get into all of that in just a minute. But first, I have to talk about our sponsor, K-12. K-12 believes every child is uniquely brilliant. So to prepare them for college and success beyond high school, they deserve an education designed for them. Learn more at k12.com slash listen about enrolling. A child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious, others inventive or analytical. K-12 is a full-time, tuition-free online option to traditional public school. Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. K-12 programs teach to and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12-powered schools go on to find colleges and universities, enhancing their ability to succeed. Be part of the community of families who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K-12 education. K-12 welcomes students from grades K through 12. Visit k12.com slash listen or call 855-628-9529 for more information about enrolling. That's k12.com slash listen or call 855-628-9529. And again, I just have to thank K-12 for their support as well as all of the individual patrons, including Winston Crutchfield, Aaron Huey, Matt Kamla, and Lori Silsby. If you want more information about supporting the podcast, head on over to thewiredhomeschool.com slash support. All right, let's talk about Bill Gates's career, his success, and his management strategies and techniques, and see if we can glean anything from that as homeschoolers. Now, the first thing that I mentioned was being in the right place at the right time. If there's anything you know about Bill Gates, it's that he was often in the right place at the right time. In fact, had he grown up 10 years earlier or 10 years later, he probably would not have been as successful because he was in the right place at the right time. He was in Harvard. He started a company, a software company. And the next thing you know, he's selling his software to IBM and various other companies that need operating systems for this burgeoning industry, the personal computing industry. And so having 
been where he was when he was helped him succeed. So how does this, how can we apply that as homeschoolers, being in the right place at the right time? Well, often we like to think of that as educational opportunities. Sometimes we may have a child who is having trouble grasping a concept. And maybe this child just cannot wrap his or her brain around some concept that you're teaching them, whether it's a scientific concept, a math concept, they're having trouble grasping a foreign language or some historical facts or information, but all of a sudden you're someplace and a way to illustrate this concept, this idea comes up, a teachable moment, if you will. Well, we have to be prepared so that when we recognize we're in the right place, we take the time to educate our children and to use that opportunity as a learning opportunity, especially if we have kids who don't often grasp abstract concepts. Maybe you have a child that's more hands-on or something like that, and suddenly you have an opportunity to illustrate a math concept to them when you're building something. I'll I'll give this as an example. Demonstrating the Pythagorean theorem. If you're building something and you have to make it square, you use the Pythagorean theorem to figure out if that box or whatever it is you're building is square. Believe it or not, this didn't hit home for me until I was in my early 20s. I worked for a home builder, and these guys were some of the... fastest guys I knew at doing the Pythagorean theorem in their head. They had lengths measure memorized. They knew if if this, whatever they were building, if the length was one length and the width was another length, they knew exactly what they needed to measure to make sure that it was square. They needed, they knew in their head, they could do the math in their head on how it would come out. And so That's an opportunity for us. If our kids are building something, we can demonstrate the Pythagorean theorem for them. This teachable moment is being in the right place at the right time. Now, the second concept here is having strong partnerships. Bill Gates not only was brilliant of his own accord with the ideas that he had But he realized that he wasn't a very good programmer, a good coder. And so he partnered with a number of different people to get the coding done, to get done what needed to be done, to get products built. One of those people was Paul Allen, and he also had some strategic partnerships with Apple Computer as well in the early years, and that helped him out, that helped build Microsoft into a great company, the great company that it it has become. And whether you agree with their philosophy or uh, whether you like their software or anything like that, you can't deny that on some level, Microsoft is a great company. And And Bill Gates had to make strategic partnerships. So how does that work for us? Well, number one, The biggest partnership as parents is our spouse. We need to make sure that our spouse is on board with us. That is so important for our partner 
to be on board with homeschooling with us. This isn't a a, a one-person show, typically. There has to be someone earning some income, generally, the way is the way homeschooling works. Not in all instances. I know that in some cases there are single parents out there. And if you're a single parent, you need to find other partners, whether it's your parents or an aunt or an uncle or another homeschooling family that can help you out. You need to forge these strategic partnerships. And even, even if you are a typical uh, nuclear family, family, you still need partnerships outside of your family in order to do homeschooling, to do, to do it well. And so forging strategic partnerships is very important for homeschoolers when we are going about educating our children, showing our kids how to homeschool, how we homeschool, why we homeschool, and putting them with people who are just as excited about it as we are. Now, number three is to never give up. Bill Gates, I'm sure, had a number of failures, and I'm sure he can tell you about a number of his failures that he had individually, as a business person, in his personal life. He has had failures. There have been products that Microsoft have created that have just tanked. Think about Microsoft Bob. Think about Clippy in Office. There were just things that they failed. They absolutely failed. And if Bill Gates had given up, if Microsoft had given up when they had a failed product, then it would not be as profitable as it is today. Bill Gates would not be the richest person in the world today if he had given up the first time he failed or even the hundredth time he failed. We as homeschoolers need to never give up. Now, I want to be clear here. I don't think that means we need to homeschool forever all of our children. Each situation is different. However, when we are in the midst of it, just because we have a failure or just because we're struggling, we should not give up. Yes, there could be circumstances where maybe a child needs to go to private school or someone else you know maybe needs to homeschool them in a particular subject. Or there's a situation where maybe the kids have to go to public school or they want to go to public school and homeschooling them is creating more trouble than it is benefiting them. I think it's important that we evaluate things on an individual basis. So Bill Gates and Microsoft, they had to look at a product and say, hey, this product is not successful. And so we're going to stop creating this product, but that doesn't mean we're going to give up on our dream. And in the same way, if we have failures in our homeschool, we're not going to give up on our dream of homeschooling. We may have some bumps in the road. We may have to stop sooner than we thought. But as a general rule, we should think about never giving up. Now, the fourth thing we need to think about is thinking big. And some people often think of this as think expensive. And I don't, 
I don't necessarily see that. I think you can have big ideas and big dreams and big goals for your homeschool, whether or not you have a lot of money. So thinking big about homeschooling, think about how Microsoft must have been thinking. They they didn't think about, oh, we just want to create this software and if we sell it to a million people, that's going to be enough. No, they had a plan to expand and grow their homes, their their product. They had a plan for if their product was wildly successful, and they had a plan for if their product failed. And they had a plan for if it failed big. So we as homeschoolers, we need to think big too. We need to think about how what we're doing is going to benefit our kids. What are some great things our kids are going to be, do, and become as a result of homeschooling. Don't look at the limitations of our kids. Think big for our kids. Encourage them to chase after their dreams and to be passionate. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, John, I thought I saw on your Instagram that you posted something by Mike Rowe that said, don't follow your passion, but take it with you. Now, I think that's true, too. I think both things can be true. I think that if our passion and our dreams are so big that perhaps we need to do something else along the way before, in order to accomplish that alongside of it. So, for example, I still have a full-time job, even though my dream and my passion is to podcast full-time. But I can't right now. I don't make enough money to do that. So, I'm bringing my passion with me to my current job, which can be kind of tough sometimes, but I have to be passionate. We have to be passionate, and I have to think big. I have to think big for my podcast, and I have to think big for my day-to-day job in order to accomplish that. And in our homeschooling, we need to think big too. We need to recognize the uh, natural limitations and the we know that not all of our kids can become world-class pianists, but there might be something that we can think big for them. And we need to instill a optimistic attitude in them. A, you can do whatever you work hard to do. I don't want to say you can do whatever you think you can do because I don't think that's necessarily true all the time. But if you are determined and you have the tools and you work hard, you can accomplish big things. So let's think big with our homeschooling. And finally, Bill Gates is a lifetime learner. He is constantly learning about new things. He was constantly learning about new business ideas. He's now learning about new ways to help third world countries and new scientific advancements that he, through his Bill Gates Foundation, can help people who are less fortunate. He's learning. He has to learn in order to do that. And we need to instill an attitude of lifetime learning with our kids. That learning does not stop at the end of the day. It doesn't stop at the end of 12 years and doesn't stop at the end of college. That learning is something you need to do for the rest of your life. 
Now, granted, as you get older, you get to pursue things that are interesting to you. So you get to learn about things that are interesting. And that's why I think part of our homeschooling should be to allow our kids to pursue things that interest them. That will kindle the flames of being a lifetime learner. If you have a son or daughter who wants to learn to write, then let them learn about the process of writing and becoming an author alongside of their regular schoolwork. If you have a son or daughter who wants to program computers or build computers or design iPhone apps or whatever, let them learn that along with their regular schooling. This will prime them to be a lifetime learner. And I think that is just one of the things that I love so much about being a homeschooling parent is that I get to learn new and great things alongside my kids too. All right, so let's go through those five things or five ways, I guess you could say, to homeschool like Bill Gates. Number one, be in the right place at the right time. Number two, have strong partnerships. Number three, never give up. Number four, think big. And number five, be a lifelong learner. Well, folks, I want to thank you all for listening in today. Once again, thanks to my patrons and to k12.com for sponsoring the podcast. I really appreciate it. And folks, if you could get out there and subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, if you're an iTunes user, that would be great. If you're on Android, Google Play works as well. There are links in the show notes over at thewiredhomeschool.com slash 195 for you to get all of that information. The Wired Homeschool is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. For more family-friendly tech podcasts, please visit techpodcasts.com. And music for the podcast, as always, is provided by Kevin McLeod over at incompetech.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking me in your ears. And let's go out there and get your homeschools wired. 